Hello, everyone, and welcome to the number one podcast on the planet for helping you succeed, the Born to Succeed podcast. We are here to help you succeed on both a personal and professional level. How do we do that? We do that through motivation, inspiration, faith, hope, and love. And now, without further ado, your gracious host, Michael and Alisa Merritt. The other day, President Trump. Look at that. Nothing but military. Hello, 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 Mr. Sansoni. How are you doing? Hey, you doing good, Mike. How are you doing? I'm doing great, brother. I'm here tonight with Mr. John Sansoni and my beautiful wife, Miss Elisa. Hello, how are you? Hey, doing good, Elisa, and yourself? I'm doing I'm doing great. Thank you. Excellent, excellent. Man, welcome back to the Born to Succeed podcast, brother. How have you been? You know, I've, I've been busy. I mean, yeah. it's just been an, a, an amazing kind of creative time in my life. Yeah. Um, I've kind of pivoted. I'm still, you know, 100% doing what I do, and I haven't left that commitment. Right. But, um, but over the, you know, probably six or nine months that you and I've known each other, Mike and Elisa, uh-huh. I've written a book. Okay. And, That's great. Uh, and, and, and recently, um, did a dress rehearsal for my video uh, broadcast that's going to be within the next week. Nice, nice. Now, for those that haven't heard of Mr. John Sansoni before, he was on our podcast last year, and he is a sales warrior. He's been in the sales business for like 33 years, and he grew up on the world of motivation, inspiration, just like I did on Zig Ziglar and so many other guys. And, and we just struck a chord together last year, and he was on the podcast actually more than once. He was actually on there a couple of times with me. So it's great to have you back on the show, John. Tell us about the book that you've written, John. Absolutely. I mean, probably the best thing to do is uh, to go over the title and the in the byline of it. So it's called Sales Warrior. And, and you're absolutely correct, Mike and Lisa. So um, so I've been professionally selling for over 30 years. And, uh, and I just got a fire in me last year that I need to get my ideas down on paper. 
and we had so much time with COVID and everything. I just sat on my back porch. I got like a really nice back porch. It's real relaxing. I just went out there with my laptop and I wrote 20 chapters in, in about 11 days. That's great. Yeah, it's awesome. Wow. Yeah. And I know you got a, you got a uh, back porch there. You have a hot tub and you just kind of do a family thing every night. I know you're big on your family. Uh, so spending time with them and having a nice back porch really matters. Get that relaxation oh, yeah. in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it. Uh, you only have them in your house for so many years, so you got to enjoy them while they're here. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So so you wrote a book in, in 20 chapters in 11 days. So tell us what's the book about. Well, so here's the byline on the book. It, so it's called uh, Inspiring Better Futures in Business for Sales and Business Professionals by Providing Tools for Mental Manifestation. I know that's a huge mouthful. But, uh, but my book, and uh, as I was writing it, I came up with the idea, like, you know, you hear all the time in, in the motivation business and, and in my business, professional sales, nuggets. Oh, well, that's a gold nugget. I got to write that down. I got to write that down. And yeah. I'm like, I don't want to fill my book with the term nuggets or gold nuggets or whatever. So since my book's called Sales Warrior, um, it's warrior weapons. Okay, that's good. Okay. And, uh, and, and what I do is just real succinctly put together what a warrior weapon is and, and how you take somebody who has like, you know, a mediocre or even novice skill set and, and get them to the point where they can really compete and, and, and go to the top, as Zig Ziglar would say. Right. right. Yeah, absolutely. Now, so you're still doing some sales work as well, John, still in that business world over there and then and then moving over into the, the book. Um, are you yeah. going to be planning on writing another book or was this just like, man, I got to get these ideas down so the future generation can benefit? No, um, I'm not planning on writing another book. Um, but what I am planning on doing is uh, doing an online course for my book. So okay. that that's probably going to be the next step, but uh, but my uh, my video uh, broadcast has got me really like jazzed. I talk about that term a lot in my book. I'm like, you know, you can't do something unless you're inspired to do it. Right. Um, you can't just do it, you know, for money. Right. I mean, I know we all have to work and we all have to pay our bills, but right. but if you can be passionate about something i talk about that in my book and and you can have a vision for something and it jazzes you and and you want to create it like like i had to make myself last night because i was mixing my video uh, broadcast with some software i bought i had to make myself stop and watch something on netflix because i'm like you know what you worked all day and uh, and now you're kind of working all night you know yeah. you need a live but uh but but i really i mean i enjoy creating yeah yeah well that's what that's what we tell people all the time you know if you have that passion for something you have a love for it and truly then you'll never work a day in your life it's not work when you love what you do it's not work yeah and 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 you are retired so to say right and just creating a new life for yourself down a different path and just creating success in a different way taking your skills and just turning them around and using them for a different benefit Benefit you know, exactly. Yeah, Lisa. I mean, that's exactly what I'm trying to do. I'm, you know, I'm, <clears throat> I'm, I'm similar to you guys. I'm, I'm in my like mid fifties. And so I'm a lot closer to 60 than I am 50 at this point. 
and I've already lost some friends that I played football with and that I was in college with. And, and, and like most of my friends, parents are now starting to pass away. So, so mortality is like hitting me in the face and I'm thinking, you know, it's, it's nice to make a good living and have a good life, but, but it's nicer to make an impact on the world. That's right. Amen. Yeah. Because all those possessions, man, they're just come and go. It's really and truly about what you do while you're here. As we know, we're all put here, you know, for a purpose, with a purpose. So I'd love to to hear that. You know, and I love following you on Facebook last year because I watched you do uh, some things that I I saw you as your post say yourself that were kind of outside the box, like going and getting into a boat club just because you wanted to take a boat out. So you were like, you know what, I'm gonna get in this boat club and that way I can go take a boat out a few times a year. How'd that work out for you? Oh, we're, you know, we uh, we take a boat out like twice a month normally now. I mean, right before Christmas, we were out on the lake uh, listening wow. to Christmas songs, you know. <laughs> wow, okay, yeah. so you're not just doing it during the summertime, you're doing it all the time. Yeah, yeah, it, it jazzes me. I make a, you know, get a big mug of coffee, go out there, uh, whatever friends. So, you know, you guys are welcome to come out if you're if you're game. We we go out at least typically at least once a month. Uh, if we can, we go twice a month. So, uh, and that's wow. plenty for me, especially this time of year. <laughs> sure, man, it's cold out there, and especially being on the water. Being on the water always makes it colder. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I uh, I wear a tactical jacket. So, uh, and, uh, but, uh, but yeah, it, uh, so yeah, I mean, that was kind of a goal of mine and uh, getting debt free was a goal of mine and getting my kids set up so they could go to college debt free was a goal of mine. So I put all those kind of things together. And then uh, I was watching uh, Brendan Bouchard uh, as part of a Tony Robbins thing that was put on yep. for free last summer. And I think you yep. and I, that's how we met Mike and, yep. uh, and Elisa and, uh, and Brendan's like, Hey, write a book. And I'm like, I can write a book. And then right. I just, just got on my laptop and my wife's an English teacher. So I just, uh, I got on Google docs, which was a great way to do it. And then I got a buddy of mine that's a grammar genius. And so I just shared it with him. And then one week he, you know, improved upon the grammar or whatever. And like, whoa, this thing's go. And that's uh, great. So did you self-publish that? I did. You know, I thought about like, you know, approaching somebody and going through all that rigmarole. But I was mainly interested in distribution. Um, I wanted to be able to do it internationally. I wanted it to be able to be electronic. I wanted to be able to take it down whenever I wanted and make changes to it as appropriate. So, so I wanted complete control over it. And, uh, and honestly, I mean, I wanted to impact others and I really don't need the money. It was more of a labor of love. I mean, I just wanted, and, 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 and the thing that really, really like brightened my day and made me know that I made a good decision is my son bought one. Yeah, that's great. And, and, and I didn't ask him to buy one. He just bought it and put it on his phone. Now, whether he's read it or not, that's another thing. But at least he bought it. Yeah, one step at a time, right? right. I mean, he has the mindset to buy the book. So he's on the right path. Awesome. Well, where can somebody buy that book, John? Uh, You know, just out on Amazon. And, uh, you know, we set it up on Amazon so that they can read the foreword 
they can read the dedication to my mom and some other uh, family members that I'm really uh, close to and, and they're special to me. And, uh, and then two, they can read the, uh, the intro. And uh, I, I'd mentioned that I'm doing a comedy broadcast. So throughout the book, I try to be funny. Um, I'm trying to teach, but one of the best ways to teach is with comedy. And so, right. and so there's little like jokes throughout the entire book. Um, right. so yeah, yeah. You know, you just, uh, you, you do what you can. We're all given talents from God. I'm, I'm no professional football or basketball player or boxer, but, but I can write and make you laugh. Yeah. And you're a people person, right? So you're successful in sales so you can connect with people. And when you want, when you want people to read your book, you want them to feel your connection to them that you're trying to, to, to come across. Exactly. I think it's, a, I think it's great. Exactly. I mean, I, I think you guys can probably relate to this, but in, in business, many times the people that lead us are, are good managers and, and they're good like corporation people. But many, many times they didn't come up through the ranks of sales. And, and that's not with every organization. So there are situations I've had where I actually had a sales manager that came up the rank of sales and was such a good salesperson, but a leader. And, you know, it was very evident that management was uh, was in their path. Um, but this book is written for the salesperson that's working for somebody who's never sold. And so that person that manages them cannot teach them how to sell. My book, if read properly and, uh, and if somebody, as I mentioned, manifests the wisdom that's in it, can't help but be successful in my mind. They're going to be more yes. successful from reading my book and implementing it than they would not in, in my opinion, based upon my many years of experience. Yeah, sure. that's great. Sure. And you're going to make a, a, a video presentation or a, a video course to go yeah. along with the book as well. At some point. Yeah. That's a, uh, right now I'm just so into my comedy broadcast that that's kind of taken all my time, but I realize that it's one thing to read information and and some people will read it more like, you know, read it and never pick it up again. Right. But, but, and, and I know you guys know this, but, it, but the more, <clears throat> the more you interact with wisdom and ideas, like writing it down, seeing it, being involved in a class where you have a workbook and things like that, you're going to walk home with a lot more recall and be able to implement doing a class than just reading my book. And I realized oh, definitely that. So. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, people could put themselves through their own class if they had that discipline and that would be fantastic. I mean, I've done that before where I felt like I didn't have a good sales manager many, many years ago. I was in my early twenties and, and I read the book, see you at the top and thank God I did because I mean, it, it, it put me to my best sales month I ever had. Wow, that's great. At the time. Yeah. Yeah. And Zig, Zig's great about that, right? See you at the top. It's uh -huh. just such a great book. Obviously, it, it was, you know, a bestseller and, and inspired so many people to just take their game to the next level. Yeah. I mean, no it, doubt about it. It jazzed. So tell, yeah. Go ahead. Tell us about your broadcast. Oh, yeah. Sure. So, so it just came up where I was like, so I took this course over the uh, over Christmas break, I, I 
I quit working about like maybe the 15th or 16th of December. And uh, so I had some a bunch of spare time around Christmas. And uh, I, I contacted this gal because I wanted her to interview me for my book. And she's like, well, you need to take my video class. And it was like seven days, an hour a day. And I'm like, yeah. And so I got into this class and I found all these people doing YouTubes. And I, I thought, wow, that would be cool. I mean, I love doing podcasts like we're doing right now, but video gives you a way to tell a story that sometimes can be more impactful. So, right. so in this journey, I had reached out to a person who had interviewed me about my book and, um, and we had good rapport and, uh, and I thought that she, you know, brought something very special and, 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 and one of the things, and I kind of teach it in my book too, is like, if you want to be successful, don't try to create all the paradigms yourself. So when I was thinking about the video broadcast and, and doing my own video broadcast, I was thinking, you know, first I want to do a video broadcast. And then I'm like, well, what do I want to do? And I'm like, I want to do comedy. And, and then I'm like, well, I'm not a stand-up comedian. I mean, I don't have that kind of timing. But what I do have is probably a hundred plus really funny stories. And, yes. and, 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 and many of them come from the 70s and the 80s that I grew up in. And, and then I'm like, well, who do I know that's done a video broadcast or one that I'm familiar with that, that has something special in it that I want to like completely duplicate? And I was thinking of Nikki Six of, um, of Motley Crue. When he did yeah. Six Sense, he had a female counterpart, somebody that could laugh at his jokes and ask him questions throughout the entire broadcast. And I'm like, boom, that's what I'll do. I will have a, a, a female co-host. And so then that seed was planted. And then the gal that I'd reached out to, who we had phenomenal rapport, was like, you know what? And her and I were working on it. We already had our logo put together. We were talking about our first broadcast together. We'd spent some time. I mean, it had gotten pretty far along. And she's like, you know what? I think I met somebody that would be better for the video broadcast than me. And I'm like, really? I'm like, I'm open to ideas. I mean, I realize that God brings people into your life, kind of the law of attraction. When you're working right. towards a goal, things come into your life and you can't be closed minded and you can't let your ego get in the way of success. And I'm like, well, tell me about who, who, who you're thinking about. And she's like, well, I've been mentoring this woman and she lives in the United Kingdom and they're locked in in Europe right now. They can't go out. They're locked down a lot more than any of the states here in the United States. Basically, all they can do is go and get food and come home. All the pubs are closed. All the restaurants are closed. All the civic stuff is closed. It's just her and her three kids in her uh, in her house, and uh, and and she's a stand-up comedian. And, uh, and I just great. and my wheels started clicking, and I was like, "Well, what do I like about this?" And and I thought, "And what do I don't like about this?" Well, I didn't like the fact that she's a six-hour difference, but what I did like about it, I was like, "Wow, I bet she has a really good English accent, which she does. She's a comedian." So she already has comedic timing. That's a plus. Um, right. I'm not a comedian. I can be funny, but but not like a stand-up comedian. So she's bringing that to the table. And then what's interesting right. is 
she was born in 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 my uh, my video podcast is called uh, Schools Out '80s. So Schools Out was a great big Alice Cooper song and Alice Cooper album back. Um, I didn't call it yeah. that because I was trying to steal from Alice Cooper. I, I called it that because I was like, these are stories and we're out of school. So it's it's stories from school, but we don't go to school anymore. So we're out. And, and then right. I put 80s because everybody, you know, with what's going on in the world right now, as polarized as, as, as the United States is and just all the all the strife that that is happening who wants to think about the now why not reminisce about the past and one of the best decades in the whole wide world for me was the 80s and I, yes i agree with so, that so i thought wow it's perfect and um, you know we're we did our first run through we're making jokes about rotary phones we're making jokes about television sets that are furniture we're making jokes about um, you know, what was going on at the time. Michael Jackson was huge. Uh, Van Halen was huge. I mean, all the stuff that was, uh, that was happening at the time you'd get together with your friends. And I know you guys are my age, so you know, this, you go to their house and you just watch MTV for four hours, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah, then we had uh call waiting yeah. where you had to call a certain number and then you could connect with a couple of other people. You're right. Right. We had the speaker phones yep, right yep. at the beginning, and and we had the Jetsons, where we thought, "There's no way we're going to be able to watch somebody on TV, uh, you know, on the phone yes. while we're talking to them. That would be crazy. What would we look like getting on the phone talking to somebody?" And here we are. And people are zooming just like on the Jetsons, right? That's yeah, right. Yeah, I, I mean, it's 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 wild. I mean, it's just come full circle. But but I think there's so much, uh, you know sadness going on in the world and and uh just people are wallowing in a lot of sorrow and i thought you know what better way than to make these people laugh and uh kind of like i'm a, I'm a boy scout kind of a retired boy scout i was a boy scout leader in the dallas area for seven years i took the kids camping once a month for seven years and i took them once a week every summer for seven years so i was highly involved in the scouting program and, and I think of my video podcast kind of like I do when you're building a fire. You know, I just want to start with a little bit of tinder and then kindling. And, uh, and at some point, I'm hoping to have a great big fire where I have to start putting big logs on it and have about a four foot tall flame. But I realize it's going to start slow and I'm, and I'm fine with that. I just think it has a lot of legs. I just think it has a huge potential because... It, at the very first episode will be international because if just that's right because her son yeah so if just her and her mom get on and me and my mom get on we're international so Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah and it's just it's just one step at a time i mean i was just talking to elisa Uh that I, i started the born to succeed podcast last january 30th or the 29th or something like that and it was just picking the picking my phone up and i just started just talking and one of my friends listened to the first one and he's actually like a he's made a movie he's a producer and he listened to it and he goes brother i heard all kind of noises in the background i was like man i was in my backyard just recording he's like i could hear like cars going by i'm like 
well, I mean, isn't it supposed to be raw? <laughs> right. and, and so I just kind of came off the cuff and, and people started listening and, and we just finished up. We're just about to finish up at a mm-hmm. year. And right now we're at 12, right close to 1200 downloads. That's so I told Elisa in my first uh-huh. year, it's, it's like a hundred a month. That's, I think that's pretty good. And then when I looked at the countries, yes. we literally have 11 different countries that have listened to the podcast. Yeah. And to just start off the ground with nothing, uh, you know, it's, it's just a little bit because I don't have that many listeners and I'm thankful for every single one. Sure. Of them. But definitely really quickly you can get international i mean we we have countries on there and i was showing her qatar and ireland and canada and all the i'm like look at this we have listeners in these countries that is amazing to me i i mean it's hard to fathom to say that i have people all over the united states is one thing but to then go no they're in qatar and ireland and spain and you're like wow that's pretty incredible what our word can do here and so when people say, you know, do, do you really think as one person you can make a difference all day, every day, especially now? Yeah, right, Lisa. Awesome. Yeah, there is so, like you said, there's so many wounded souls and just saddened spirits that they, that, you know, it is, it is comforting to hear stories from a time you were growing up, even if it wasn't like maybe a, a the perfect household that you lived in growing up, you still have comforting memories because you know you're usually with someone that does love you so i think it's great and we watch mm-hmm. sometimes just in the background of our day yes. we might have on old you know 80s 70s and 80s tv shows sitcoms that may be just playing in the background and it's just like you know soothing music because it was just a good time i mean really I, i'm with i'm with you thinking you know the 80s just really were you know it was just a, a it was just a great time. You know, all the times weren't good, but it was a great time to be alive. Generation X. That's yeah, it. Generation yeah, X. as am I. <laughs> no, that's, uh, that. I mean, that's true. You know, um, kind of what you're saying, Elisa, I, I kind of have a, like, a, an analogy, word picture, actually something that you can uh, take out of a wrapper and take a bite of, and it, it'll take you right back in time. And, um, and, and, and it's along those lines, you know, it's kind of a, uh, an analogy for life. And I think a life is kind of, especially, uh, memories they're, they're kind of like, and, and don't laugh, but this is just how I think it, it's kind of like a McDonald's cheeseburger. Is it the best hamburger in the world? Absolutely not. But is right. it comforting? It is. Right. Is it good for you? Not really. Um, is it comforting? It is. Have you, did you eat a McDonald's cheeseburger when you were little, when you were sad and, um, you know, maybe your family was going through tough times? You did. Did you eat a McDonald's cheeseburger when things were going well in your life? You did. But when I eat a McDonald's cheeseburger, it's for me, it's like going back in time. I mean, Ray Kroc was so succinct about how it had to be done at every single McDonald's and it wasn't the best hamburger in the world. It wasn't the biggest hamburger in the world, but, but it's so comforting because we, we grew up with it and, and follow that up with putting a good McDonald's French fry right out of the thing, right in your mouth. And, and, and it's a lot like, you know, how we grew up. I mean, there were good things that happened. There were bad things that happened, but, uh, but if we resonate more on the good than the bad, 
then uh, you know it, it's uh, it, it it's the way to uh, and Tony Robbins says this really well and it was so impactful the first time I had it. he said you know you can't control what happens to you but what you can do is control how you think about it exactly <clears throat> that's exactly right yeah yeah because you know lots of like you know things even as children or you know um in today's world things are just happening to people that they didn't plan for you know they went to college for four six eight years and then maybe today they don't have a job they don't know how they're going to make it the next day and so they have to know you know have those coping skills to get through that oh, yeah. and you know and just having those times where you can you know just kind of not turn your mind off but just relax and listen to uh something that takes you back to the good days absolutely yeah i mean yeah absolutely, absolutely. yeah so john what are your some what are some goals for this year brother well you know i'm i'm on the track to do what i call an international book tour so so that's one of the goals just continue to you know, keep on keeping on, kind of like with you when uh, when you show that pump from Zig Ziglar, the water pump. You just keep on cranking the pump, cranking the pump. You're not seeing any water come out. Yeah. But but I'm going to stay very focused on at least once a week, maybe twice a week, doing a podcast or a video cast where I talk about my book and uh, in my video podcast. So so that's a big goal of mine uh, this year. I mean, we're going to continue to have a good time. Hopefully, uh, we'll be able to get out, my wife and I, and see some rock concerts. I mean, we're going to be really, uh, you know, safe about it, per se. But if we don't get to do that, we're, right. you know, we're going to continue to enjoy the time we have as a family here at home and, and make it as, as special as possible for, for us and our boys. So, uh, I, you know, another goal I have is um, I want to get really good at editing video because I find it interesting. And... Uh, and, and then two, I want to put out a video product that, that I can be super proud of and, uh, and that resonates with people and, and brings them some joy. Um, and, uh, and hopefully, too, like, you know, one day I can have you guys on and so you guys can share your stories and we can all kind of cut up about your stories because it's an endless amount of stories. I'm only one person. I got 100 of them. I'm sure you guys have 200. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, you know, everybody's got stories. Some they'll share and some they just will just take to the grave with them. I mean, we all have those, but definitely we all have stories. No doubt. Well, it, yeah. Well, sure. John, do you have uh, social media that you uh, want to direct people to specifically? Absolutely, I do. So, you know, you know, one of the best ways to uh, to contact me is uh, Sansoni Enterprises. And, uh, and it's just, uh, it's just on Facebook. So you can be, uh, you can like Sansoni enterprises and I'm sure folks will see that on your podcast when you, uh, when you post how, how to spell Sansoni enterprises. Um, and then, uh, and then two, um, sales warrior inspire at gmail.com. If, uh, if people want to connect to me directly, but it's just Sansoni or I'm sorry, uh, sales warrior inspire at gmail.com. Really good way to, uh, to connect with me. Um, and, uh, and, it, and if it's okay with you guys, um, I wanted to just mention a couple of things about the book 
And I thought one of the best things that, that I could do is, uh, is share what some people say about the book um, that have read it. Absolutely. That's great. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I was just going to ask you, if you had any other things that you wanted to share with so, us. So, so this was actually a, uh, a friend of mine. I didn't ask him to buy the book, but uh, but we've known each other over 30 years. And uh, I'm not going to mention his name, but, uh, but he gave it five stars out on Amazon. And he just said, not just for salespeople. I purchased this book because John's a friend of mine from my college days and was curious to hear his advice. I thoroughly uh, really, uh, enjoyed the book and it provided some good insight that can be used by all professionals. I liked how he provided processes with examples, including things like goal setting, positive talk and planning. Nice work, John, congrats on your first book. So, so that's somebody that gave me a big thumbs up and then somebody else that gave me a big thumbs up was a gentleman that I helped mentor. So, uh, so I'm in my mid fifties, he's probably barely 31 but here's what he said uh, in addition to being an exceptional friend father and colleague john sansoni has given us insight into a successful sales career for a few years john has mentored me and his teachings have led to significantly more business for my for my work his uh, his new book sales warriors a game changer too many sales books do not provide real tangible stories on how to develop deep relationships and close and close business sales warrior will absolutely improve your sales mindset and improve your life so that's a um, a gentleman named ben here in dallas who uh, had read my book and in uh, two i've professionally mentored for a couple of years wow that's that, great that, that's awesome man definitely great when somebody has that kind of you know uh it's hard for people to begin with to write something down so for somebody to give a recommendation to begin with it's great for them to write like that 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 shows that you know it really moved them yeah i mean that was my goal make make an impact i i didn't need to make a 300 page book i needed to make a book that would make an impact that's right sometimes shorter to the point that's what i talk about writing a book at back to the basics and i'm like it's six chapters they might be 10 pages geez 10 pages each because it's just really there's just basic things that you have to do to have the foundation set in your life so that you can achieve you know to retire by the time you're 50 and have your debt paid off and your kids going to college and there's just certain there's a there's a plan that you have to follow and you have to be consistent absolutely yeah so for those that are listening, what I'm going to do is get John to give me all his information and I will attach it in the description of this podcast. So you will be able to get all of his contact in case you weren't able to write that down just a second ago. I will have it all in the description of the podcast for you. And definitely, John, we appreciate you being on with us, brother. Sure, absolutely. Um, any, any last nuggets? I, I know you said nuggets a minute ago, but I'd love <laughs> to say that at the end. Any words of wisdom that you want to leave our audience with today before we wrap oh, this up? Oh, yeah. No, thank, yeah, thanks for uh, letting me uh, give some more information, hopefully some wisdom. Um, you know, first and foremost, I would encourage everybody to seek wisdom and, uh, and seek wisdom for the purpose of enrichment of yours and other people's lives. I would also encourage folks to be good to yourself. Be your own best friend. If you can't be your own best friend, then, then, then that's the first thing you should work on. 
I mean, money and 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 things like that, they, they only hold so much value. But the value that, that you put in how much you love yourself will completely change your life. And 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 that's step one, kind of like Alicia's saying, you, you have to love yourself. There's successful people out there, tons of successful people out there that have that have reached incredible amounts of goals. However, they're no longer on this earth. They took their own life because they never learned to love themselves. So first and foremost, be good to yourself. Learn how to love yourself. Be your own best friend. And and then spend time gathering wisdom. If it's not my book, there's other wisdom out there. But but be a seeker of wisdom and, and be a seeker of strong spirit. And strong spirit can only come from one place. That's Amen. right. Miss Elisa, what are your wrap-up thoughts here? Um, well, I'm going to get the book. Um, I was thinking sales. I, I don't know if I'm, I, you know, I don't know. My parents were in sales. And so I always oh, okay. think. I don't, I, I've never been the sales type person, I think, but, um, but I, so I'm interested to see, because I know that, I know it's going to been a bit more than just the sales person. And so it is good to hear that other people say, you know, it's a recommended read for everyone. And so it's a service to everyone to have change in their life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's similar to see you at the top but it's modernized in with real world stories of things that have happened in my life. So, so I break it down with warrior weapons, like, like an example of a warrior weapon is, is your big three. So these are three things that you formulated that are really special about you, Alicia, which, which can benefit you in any pursuit that you do. Um, and, and then you use your big three. You don't have to tell people what your big three is, but your big three is foundational information for who you are and what you bring to the table. It's like your own personal resume of what's special about you, but it's something that like jazzes you and helps you to overcome obstacles. So, you know, like, you know who you are, regardless of what the world says about you. Right. What's thrown at you. Yeah. Cause rejection's a big part of sales and business. I mean, right. you get a lot more no's than you get yeses. So, so at the end of the day, and, and, and I use this kind of word picture, but, but if, you, if you picture a piece of paper, a lot of people, when they're trying to conquer a problem, and people hate problems, right? Because they're like, oh my God, right. I have a problem. But, but you can reframe that and say, hey, I'm a good problem solver. And get out a piece of paper and start asking yourself good questions. How, what's the best way to solve this problem? Have I thought of every good way to solve this problem? Do I need right. more, re- you know, it, but but what I'm trying to, to bring up is yeah. on that piece of paper, create a situation where instead of seeing like how you're going to conquer a problem as being a tiny little stick person in that piece of paper, be a huge stick person on that piece of paper. So, so when you're talking about big three and, and building yourself up to, to be a, you know, a huge personality that, that can conquer the world, kind of like how God would see us. Um, right. You, you want to picture yourself as a giant in the land of small problems versus you know smaller in the land of huge problems which is how most people see see themselves so so that's a part of my book is is teaching like mental skill sets 
things that they don't teach you in college, things that sales managers don't teach you, things that I've learned over the years, you know, when I'm sitting at a hotel by myself away from my family, trying to do a big presentation the next day, things I say to myself to get me in state, to be able to hit it out of the, you know, hit it out of the park. Right. And we talk about a lot, you know, being a a good life coach is coaching yourself through life, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and I think think you said it, John. I definitely say that all the time, you know, instead of being problem-focused, let's be solution-focused. Because especially when I have resources around me, then I can be resourceful. And so when the problems come, instead of focusing on the problem, I focus on the solution. Thank you. And like you said, you, you got it right down the path, man. Sit down and let's start barking out some, how can we fix this? Let, let's be solution instead of, oh my gosh, here's the problem and I'm just dwelling in on this problem. No, I'm going to focus on the solution. The problem's already happened. Exactly. If I broke my arm, now how, what, what do I do to fix it? I need to go get an x-ray to see if it's broken. I'm probably going to have to put it in a cast. Okay, what's the solution? Mike going to have to have it in a cast for this X amount of time, and then hopefully it's going to be fixed. Great. Let's do that. And so we need to remember that mentality with everything, although that's really hard to do in life sometimes. No doubt about well, it. Well, <laughs> and, and, and that's when having this foundational wisdom is, is so important. Like, sure. and, and this isn't against anybody that has cancer, but, but a lot of times, anytime I have a health problem, because, you know, you get to your 50s, you're going to have health problems. You, you can't get away from it. And uh, and a lot of times, and I hope I don't have cancer, but a lot of times that's what I say to myself is uh, whatever the doctor says to me, what's going wrong? I always say, you know, I say this to myself, I don't have cancer. And, uh, that's right. and, and it gets me through, you know, even when yeah. I'm in a super, super painful situation where I'm thinking I could die, I'm thinking, you know what? I don't have cancer, you know? Right. Nothing against people that yeah. do, because it's a fight unto itself and a lot of well, because, for that, but it's just another like mental tool I use. Yeah, because then you'd be focusing on death and there's no reason to focus on that. We just need to focus on staying alive. And so it's like, hey, I don't have cancer. And, and then if it comes down to it and I do, well, then I won't deal with that when I do get there. But again, no reason to focus on something when, you know, that's not really going to help me at all. It, yes. So, um, yeah, definitely. Yes. Yep. So, brother, we definitely yeah. want to get an autographed copy of your book. So we'll have to hook up with you. Okay. And, sure. You know, we tried to plan on a dinner with you and your wife last year, and COVID kept just throwing us I off. Know. So maybe we can hook up and hook up and go out and grab a dinner or something, and then grab a copy of your book from you, and that way we can get autographed copy. Because yeah. definitely look forward to reading it. Absolutely. And I thank you so yeah. much for being on the show with us tonight. You got it. Got some words of wisdom, um, and we'll definitely be checking your show out. Because I think it's going to be a funny show, no doubt about it. Uh, it's going to probably be a very entertaining show. And I just thought about the funniest story we could tell is from the 80s. Uh-huh. From the 80s, and that's when Mike and I met, was in 1985. Oh, cool. In, high, in junior high school. Oh, uh, that's awesome. I like it. Yeah, she was my crush, man. She was an older lady. She was two years older than <laughs> okay, me. Okay, right. ninth grade. I was seventh grade. So there I was, the lowly seventh grader, and she was the ninth grader, the big chick at school, what? you know. In junior high, you know, they're, they're the big dogs on campus in ninth grade. Oh, heck yeah. And then you go off to high school. So so we'll save the story yeah, for your dude, show, bro. Yeah, no, there man. You go. We'll throw a little teaser the out there. <laughs> 
Well, I appreciate it, brother. Take care of you and your family. We look forward to talking to you soon. For all those that are listening, remember, hey, with the right foundation, with the right input, you can do anything. What you put into your mind every day, what you feed yourself. Mark Twain said it. Eat the good stuff when you don't want to and the bad stuff, keep it out of you because it only does what? It just makes you sick. So we got to keep the good stuff in, get rid of the bad stuff just like we do every day with our breath. You take air in and you exhale junk. Let's do that every day, guys. That's called inspiration when I take a breath in. So let's all be inspired. I appreciate everybody listening from Michael and Elisa Merritt. You don't have to be great to get started, but you have to start to get great. Be great. There you go. So I'm going to leave you with one from Zig Ziglar as well. And as you can have everything you want in life, if you just help enough others get what they want and need. And remember the golden rule. You can have everything you want in life. If you just help enough others. I already said that. (laughs) You can have everything you want in life. I said by Zig. Golden rule, of course, is treat others as you want to be treated. Mr. John, any other words, brother? No, I'm a huge Zig Ziglar fan, and and I definitely don't want to walk over his salutation. All right, man. Well, we appreciate you greatly. For those that listen, have a blessed day. And until next time, from Michael and Elisa, stay safe. And remember, you are a child of God, and you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Until next time, bye-bye. We want to thank everyone so much for taking the time to listen to the Born to Succeed podcast with Michael and Elisa Merritt. We know that you have a very busy schedule and we appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend time with us. You can find us at Merritt Coaching Group on YouTube, Facebook. You can email us at MerrickCoachingGroup at gmail.com. We want to remind you that you can have everything you want in life if you just help enough others get what they want and need. Remember to follow the golden rule. You can have everything you want. Yeah, but you got to do what? Treat others as you want to be treated. So until next time, have a very blessed day from Michael and Elisa Merritt.